So today I want to call your attention to Matthew chapter 26. And we want to read verses 26 through 30. Matthew chapter 26. And remember we are to be reading the word at least 15 minutes a day in your personal devotion and then like I said also we start fasting and praying for 30 days starting tomorrow afternoon amen if you have it in your Bible say I have it and I'm reading from the King James version of the Bible whatever translation you have let's read out loud together Matthew chapter 26, start reading verse number 26. Let's read. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and break it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for the many, for the remission of sins. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine, until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. And when they had sung an hymn, they went out into the Mount of Olives. Amen. The grass withered, the flower faded, but the word of our God shall stand forever. I want to tag this text this morning. We need to remember. <clears throat> we need to remember. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, we need to remember. Amen. You may be seated. We, we need to remember. Amen. Take, eat, this is my body. Drink ye all of it. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for the remission of sin. We need to remember. One of the facets that separates Homo sapiens from the other creatures is our ability to remember and to communicate. These two features, along with many others, put us at the top of the food chain because Humans, Homo sapiens, we are able to remember and to communicate. This is why the dreaded disease of Alzheimer's is such a dreaded and destructive disease because it destroys a person's memory. And I've known people with this dreaded disease, our uh, 5K mission, 5K running walk in March, we give each year to the Alzheimer's uh, Association for a cure because 
when people lose their memories, they don't know who their children are, don't know where they live. And, and what makes us so unique is the fact that we can remember and communicate. Consequently, God wants us to remember the good and the bad. Because even in the bad, God is at work. Romans 8, 28, and we know that all things are working together for good to them who love the Lord. And sometimes when God blesses us, if we are not careful, we will suffer from spiritual amnesia. Yeah. As if we have forgotten where we come from and forgotten about who brought us. The Jewish calendar was filled with religious celebration. Many and all of these celebrations involve uh, feasts. The Jewish people parted down. God wanted them. The feast of Pentecost was to commemorate God's provision at harvest time. The feast of booths. Uh, celebrated Israel wandering in the wilderness and how God provided housing for them. The Day of Atonement celebrated once a year when the high priest would go into the Holy of Holies and sprinkle the blood of the Lamb on the cherubim for Israel forgiveness for the next year. And then the central feast of the Jews was the Feast of Passover. And after the Feast of Passover was the Feast of Unleavened Bread. These feasts both reminded the people of God and God's hand in delivering them from slavery and oppression. You see, for the Christian church, worship is our celebratory time. Is a time that we come together as Christians and celebrate God's delivering in our lives. And he is a deliverer. He has delivered us. And God is delivering us. So on Sunday mornings, uh, we come together on Wednesdays and celebrate what God has done. If you ever go to some other religion worships, there's no celebration. Amen. You know, you know, watch them on TV sometimes. Go if you. There's no, there's no clapping of hands. There's no what we just got through hearing, because what we just finished witnessing is songs of celebration, songs of victory. See, and one thing I loved about sports that that translated me so easily over into the Christian faith was well, that I never like to lose, and, and so like last night. Uh, 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 well, I wasn't gonna say nothing about it, but see, like some of y'all got tired on me. Y'all, uh, th those cowboy fans were celebrating, me. and those Seattle fans was just had their head hung down. Well, that's where it is. If you don't know Jesus, you are defeated. I mean, in everything of your life, and so God had these feast days and us coming together to celebrate what God has done. And we need to remember. That's why the Lord's Supper is so powerful. We need to remember, first of all, the directive is that all believers should participate in the Lord's Supper. 
here at St. James, we practice an open uh, uh, Lord's Supper. That is, some churches practice a closed, only the members of that church. But here at St. James, if you are a Christian, you can participate with us in the Lord's Supper. Because Jesus is not a denominational man. Amen. That's why I feel sorry for all you denominational folk. Amen. Now, Jesus was not Baptist. He was not Methodist. He was not Kojic. He was not Church of the Living God. He's Jesus. And you cannot fit him in no little denominational box. He's bigger than all that stuff. Amen. 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 That's why I feel sorry for the denominational folk. Because some folk around talking about I'm Baptist born, Baptist bred. When I die, I'm going to be Baptist. No, you're just going to be dead. Amen. Amen. But every believer should participate in the Lord's Supper. Look what Jesus did. He took the bread. He blessed it. And he gave it to his disciples. That's, that's how he took it. And he blessed it. And he gave it to his disciples. Uh, you got to learn to take, take what God gives you. And thank God for it. Bless it. And then pass it on. See, 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 every believer, I mean, every believer, every child of God. Because again, now, there's no salvation in the Lord's Supper. And there's no salvation in water baptism. And I know this church is ecumenical. And I know some of y'all come from a lot of different uh, theological persuasion. But get in the book. Uh, uh, we do it in remembrance of him. If water baptism would have saved us, he would have sent a pool instead of Jesus. Amen. You know, so they know we just do it in obedience to what he told us to do. And so every believer should participate. He took the bread, blessed it, and he gave it. You should be in receiving the Lord's Supper. And then secondly, the doctrine of the Lord's Supper symbolizes our salvation. Verses 26b through 28 says, and he, and he said, take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them saying, drink ye all of it. For this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sin. You see, the bread represent the body of Jesus, the sacrificial body of Jesus. He, he who knew no sin became sin for us. See, Jesus was sinless. He's the only man in the history of the world to be sinless. Now, I know that a lot of folk go around acting like they sinless, but no, buddy. <laughs> He's the only man. Somebody say only man. Y'all got real quiet here. That's sinless. All the rest of us are sinners. And so the bread represents the body of Jesus. And the blood is for the remission of our sins. The forgiveness of our sins. Hebrew 9.22 says, And almost all things are by the, the law purged with blood, and without shedding of blood is no remission. You see, uh, 
we are sinners. Now that's a term in this country people don't like. Most of our liberal churches no longer preach about sin. Amen. Listen to your favorite TV preacher. I know a lot of y'all have them. Your favorite radio preacher. Your inner, and see how often they talk about sin. We are sinners. That's why we can't get along. That's why the man and the wife get married. Stand there and say, I love you. And then in six months, they're trying to kill each other. Because of sin. We are sinners by birth. Sinners by choice. And sinners by practice. The middle letter of sin is I. And the middle letter of pride is I. We all have our trouble. Eavesdrop on your conversations and see how much you talk about what for you. What I want. I'm not happy. The Lord woke me up this morning by 4 30 telling me, don't be trying to satisfy no folk. I'd be crazy. Amen. If I try to satisfy everybody, what y'all think I ought to do? Well, Reverend, I don't think you ought to preach. What you. We have been saved. I was a sinner. Well, bless his name. And like I say, ain't none of your business what I did. I told y'all a little bit, but I can't tell y'all. Don't, and I tell you, don't y'all be telling everybody everything you did. Man, if some people knew some of the stuff you did, they want to put you out of church. And you did what? You had a nickname? You swung down a pole. What was your name? Lickery. Lickery. But you can't tell people. And then some of us, you try to make it rain, but we were too poor to make it rain. We just made it mist a little bit. Just a little mist. Sinners. <laughs> well, bless his name. Amen. And he died. Now I'm forgiven. Amen. That's the, that's the good. See, nobody else. We have that assurance when you come to Christ. The Lord's Supper reminds us that all of our sins have been forgiven. Now, some of y'all never drank. You never went to a nightclub. You never even played bingo. But you was a sinner. Because you were jealous of somebody. (laughs) Well, bless his name. But get this. All of our sins. All of our sins. Past. Present. And future. Because it's still early in the year. See, some of y'all made a resolution. I ain't going to curse this year, but it's still early. <laughs> well, bless his name. The day is just the sixth day. <laughs> but if you do happen to slip, <laughs> it's covered. Some of y'all say, I ain't going to drink. So I drank a little bit. Because see, because the only thing you can drink as a Christian and be right is wine. A little bit, and really can't nobody drink wine, but deacons, just a little little bit. That's all. You can't drink a little wine. That's right. right. If you do drink a little bit, just a little wine. That's all you. Now, y'all who run around here drinking beer and champiple and whiskey and martinis, you're not even biblical. You can't. But if you was to have to slip, and go play bingo. If you are saved, it's covered. 
Been forgiven. See, my wife taught me, said, when you go shopping, BWL, she called me, she called me a lot of different things. She said, always keep your receipt. So when you leave in the store, if they stop and stop and check what you bought, the receipt shows that everything is paid for. Cause they got it bad, amen. You go to Walmart, they got it bad, especially a big old black guy. They're going to really stop, you know, they, they, they look at the receipt, it's paid for. So when the devil bring up my past, I just show him the blood of Jesus and say, it's paid for. Jesus paid it all. all. <laughs> Don't try to bring that up. I'm forgiven. <laughs> yes, sir. Forgiven? That way, that way, that way happened. The Lord's Supper seemed like salvation. Woo! Boy, thank you. I just always shout right here, but I'm going to try to be amen. Boy, I'm forgiven. Woo! Amen. All right, amen. Because, see, unlike OJ, I did do it. Now, amen. Look at your neighbor and say, I did. Okay, listen, tell me, ain't none of your business. But I'm forgiven. See, the Lord's Supper symbolizes salvation the only people going to bring it up are the people who don't like you Jesus have put our sins have moved our iniquities as far as the east is from the west Lord's Supper represents I'm forgiven you mean to tell me yes what about yeah what about, uh-huh, what about in the future if I, if the cowboy lose the next game and I curse somebody out, it's covered. <laughs> Woo. That's like saying you can go shopping, everything you buy is already paid for. Now, first of all, you're not going to be frivolous. But if you do go overspend, the salvation, the Lord's Supper recognizes we have been saved. The blood. What can wash away my sin? Nothing. I don't care what generation you're in. You need the blood of Jesus. And then when the devil come after you, it's good to be able to plead the blood of Jesus. You got to learn how in spiritual warfare to plead the blood of Jesus over your mouth, over your life, over your family, over your finances, over your church, over your ministry. You got to learn how to plead the blood of Jesus. There's power in the blood. So his blood. Then thirdly and finally, the duration of the Lord's Supper. How long are we going to do it? Until he returns. Yes. Listen, yes. Jesus is coming back. I thought I'd get a hand clap on that. Yes, you ready? Hey, 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 hey. Up in the mezzanine. Hey, hey. Listen. Jesus is coming back. Again, John 14 and 3. Uh, if I go prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, there ye may be also. 1 Corinthians 15, 51 through 58. In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, 
turn. First Thessalonians chapter 4, 13 through 18, the trump shall sound dead in Christ. He is coming back again. This is the blessed hope of every believer that Jesus is soon to return. So when we take the Lord's Supper, it reminds us how we're going to be doing it. We'll do it until he come back. He's going to come back and establish his kingdom. His kingdom on earth will last a thousand years. I'm a premillennial, so I believe in the millennial reign of Christ. And Christ is going to reign a thousand years. Revelations chapter 20. Satan's going to be bound for a thousand years. And Christ's going to reign for a thousand years. And he's going to reign uh, his kingdom. He's coming back. His kingdom. That's why we are a kingdom-focused church. See, you, if you're not a believer, you don't understand the kingdom of God. It's not about St. James. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's all about his kingdom. And his kingdom is coming. And we're going to keep doing this until he come back. 1927, when that band of believers organized St. James, they had the Lord's Supper. And now, 92 years later, we're still. And then get this, if Jesus tarries, and one day our grandchildren, great, great grandchildren will be here, they'll still be doing the Lord's Supper until he come back again. <laughs> We're going to do it. He said, he said, I, you do it until you come back. And then look in verse number 30. Then they sung a hymn and went out into the Mount of Olives. Some believe that Jesus sung Psalms 118. Can you imagine? I would have loved to have been a, a fly on the wall to hear Jesus singing. That's why singing it's such an intricate part of our worship because our Savior was a singer. <laughs> and there's something about a song. Psalm 118 verse 1 says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good because his mercy endureth forever. Psalm 118.6 says, The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? Psalm 118 verse 8 said, It is better to trust in the Lord than put confidence in man. Psalm 118 verse number 14 said, The Lord is my strength and song and is become my salvation. Psalm 118 verse 7, I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. Psalm 118 verse 23, this is the Lord's doing and it's marvelous in our eyes. Yeah. Psalm 118 verse 24, this is the day that the Lord had made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. And in Psalm 118 29, he closes out with the same verse he started with. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good for his mercy endureth forever regardless of what this year brings to us we must always remember remember that we are serving a sovereign God 
We need to remember when we do the Lord's Supper, need to remember that he didn't bring us this far to leave us. And the same God that brought us through 2018 will see us through 2019. We just need to remember that he's able to keep you from falling. That's why those of us who've been saved for a while, you ought to check your faith files. And I can remember what the Lord done for me. That's why Dr. Curtis Wallace of the Pilgrim Rest Baptist Church says sometimes he just think himself into a shout. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he done for me, my soul says yes. And the Lord's Supper reminds us that if he said it, he going to keep his word. If he said it, he's going to do it. I don't care all the demons in hell cannot stop God from keeping his word. So you need to remember when you go through a storm, remember some of us been through storm before. Remember if he brought me through it the last time, he can bring me through it this time. Some of us been sick before and you say if he healed my body then he can heal it right now. Some of us have buried with loved ones before and as we stood at the graveside and if God could draw tears from my eyes then he can do it now. We've seen God work miracles. That's why I don't worry about Trump or nobody else because God brought me through George Wallace. God brought me through Lester Maddox. God brought me through a bunch of clansmen in my little town. And if he could do it then, he can handle it right now. The Lord's Supper help us to remember that he is a doctor in a sick room. He is a lawyer in a courtroom. He is a mighty good company keeper. He is Whatever you need, he's a hard fixer. He's a mind regulator. He's a bridge over troubled water. Whatever I need, he will provide. He is all you need. I dare you to ask him, Jesus. Thank you, Sister Daphne. Jesus power in that name and every time we have the Lord's Supper it reminds us that he will keep his word some of us been out but he brought us in some of us been sick he healed our bodies some of us was lost but he saved he's still in the looking business and I'm glad I wasn't planning on preaching so hard, but I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad that I'm saved. I may not know much. I have four BA degrees. I have a master's and a doctorate, but I'm glad I'm saved. I may never preach in the White House. I may never preach in the State House, but I'm glad I'm saved. Glad I'm saved. I'm glad he washed me. 
whiter than snow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm saved by the power divine. Hang on in there. Keep on remembering. You better not. You be. You better tell the people sitting next to you, beware. Because when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he done for me, my soul. That's where I remember I should be in hell, but he looked beyond my faults, saw my needs, and I told the Lord 46 years ago, if you save me, I'm going to tell the world about Jesus. Ain't he all right? Give him some praise. Ain't he all right? to remember Jesus all that he done what's wrong with some of these people why they not coming to church they not saved and you need to ask them are you saved and if you're not saved there's good news for you there's a man in town named Jesus he died on the cross Buried in a borrowed tomb. But on the third day morning, he rose. And he lives. And there's hope for anybody. Because all of us are ex-something. Cheer up, my brother. Cheer up, my sister. Live in the sunshine. Because we'll understand it better. By and by. We need to remember. Our great God. Hallelujah.